Yo, I'm Augie. Hey, and I'm Riz. And you're listening to Press Play with Augie and Riz. This is a weekly podcast where we, a couple of April Fools in October, talk about movies, TV, music, or anything we think you guys might like to listen to. Please subscribe to our podcast, guys, if you haven't, or, and, you can also follow us on Instagram at Press Play AR. That's Press Play AR on Instagram. Episode 55 has finally arrived, and we review the movie April Fool's Day. And over in quick news, we talk about the revival of a 90s slasher movie heading to the stream. Movie theater woes and more. Stay tuned as Riz lets you know which video on demand is available or... Stay tuned as Riz lets you know which video on demand and music albums are out this week. I'll let you know the fact of the week. And this week, Six Degrees of Separation connection is Vivica A. Fox and Megan Fox. No relation. But first, quick news. So, the 1997 slasher film, I Know What You Did Last Summer, starring Jennifer Love Hewitt... Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Phillippe, and Freddie Prinze Jr. was a pretty good entertaining movie that has grossed over $125 million worldwide with multiple sequels. And now Amazon is working with Sony TV and have announced a young adult television series that will share the premise of the original film. Sarah Goodman is writing and executive producing the show. She's worked in shows such as Preacher and Gossip Girl. Have you ever seen I Know What She Did Last Summer? Long ago, long ago, but I, I vaguely remember just, you know, the I, main famous scene in the beginning where they run over the dude and, you know, they never speak. I That part I do know, but I ha, I don't... We should watch it. <laughs> yeah, we should probably We should watch it. it. I don't think I've seen it in 20 years. Um, but what a fantastic cast. Uh, this must be during Sarah Michelle Gellar's tenure in Buffy. Yep. And funny fact, it was the same su- summer that she uh, starred in Scream 2. Oh, wow. She was really busy in 1997, 96. Well, yeah. 96, 97. Um, did you remember liking this movie? Because I know this is one of similar genre to Scream, a movie that you absolutely love passionately. Uh, it, it was an entertaining, fun movie, but it, nowhere near Scream. Uh, it, it is written by uh, Kevin Williamson, who, oh, or the script is written. I had no idea. was written by Kevin Williamson um, as well. Um, and it's based off a book. Um, yes. I forget the... the Title? No, I think it, it yes. was I Know What She Did Last Summer. <laughs> I was going to say. The author. The author. And she's she's done um, several several other... Um, several other... Books. Books, yeah. And I've seen a few of her adaptions. There are already. Um, I don't know. Like, another television series, they're obviously following in the steps of Scream. Mm-hmm. Because, because Scream had the, the MTV series. Uh, and that bombed. It you know it, the first season did pretty pretty good and then the second season it, I I don't feel like this genre is good as an ongoing series like if if you do something like this it has to be 
one season, like ten episodes, like they did with Harper's Island. I think Harper's Island was brilliant, uh, and you know, if it's multiple seasons and they they try to elongate it, like they try to do a screen uh, second season, I don't think it'll it'll work. Do you think it'll work if it was in an anthology series, or, or like something be... new every every? Yeah, like um, it would be, for example, every Scream season. would be the the entity, the the iconology of of the series, but every season is a different cast, a different town. They just use the Scream Ghostface Killer uh, as a motif as a well that's that's what they they did try to do with season three which uh took forever to make it to air and they they literally burned it off in two nights on vh1 they they played like i remember they did like three or four episodes in in an evening over two nights yeah yeah wow yeah Um, and i ended up eventually watching on netflix and it wasn't it wasn't bad, and I, I do like that the the one season premise. Okay, it keeps it, um, it keeps it a little more. I'm uh, I'm interested to see what they do here. I, I don't really like the young adult thing because I wanted what? to get into that as well. Uh, uh, Sarah Goodman, who you said is writing and executive producing the show, so I guess I would imagine Gossip Girl. It mixed with like hook deaths. I, I guess so. Um, I feel like the main focal point in media or entertainment media is that bracket between uh, sixteen and twenty-three, and it does not move there. And we cannot just get a adult slasher movie. Do you think they're playing it safe by labeling it as as a as a young adult? Maybe. I Actually, mean, this was just announced, so maybe I'm reading too I into mean, it. The Scream series was considered young adult, like because who watches MTV our age? You know what I mean? No, I think that was the first thing I watched in like 20 years on MTV. I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar can do a cameo because she was actually supposed to. Uh, play her her original character in the uh, in the Cruel Intentions show that never made it to air. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, I really was hoping for that one. Well, she's fantastic. Uh, I I bet you she'll she'll um, appear in some form on the on the Buffy reboot. Did she die in I Know What You Did Last Summer? Yes. Of course. I would think so. Yes, but if it's an anthology series, she can play another character, like, as a cameo, you know? Yeah. And, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt will be in it, because she... I, I love her. She has nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> I try to look for any news on Buffy series reboot. Yeah. Nada. Nada, nada, nada. Maybe... I, they're, they're supposedly still developing it. Maybe... Um, it's going to Hulu, right? That's what we... Red I think originally we read that it was Disney Plus, but Disney I don't Plus. see Buffy like in any form on Disney Plus. You know, it's if, if they if they can't put Love Simon, you know, which there was nothing controversial about that show, <laughs> uh, then they aren't going to put Buffy. You know, so 
we we shall see. Uh, I would love to see a continuation of Buffy eventually, but we we shall see. So moving on. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, some bittersweet news. AMC is running out of money, guys. <laughs> the movie theater chain put out a public filing stating that its existing cash resource would be largely depleted by the end of 2020 or early 2021. Should the recent trend persist, the big company is considering debt and equity financing, potential asset sales, joint ventures, and among other ideas with minor and major investors. AMC Theater shares were down 6.9% this week. So this what this means is uh if they don't find any type of money soon they'll start branching out probably said closing down uh amc theaters selling properties selling their build uh building or um if they have studios or if they have uh office space they are working probably to do like uh it says joint venturing uh and unite possibly with other either um, movie theater companies or movie theater studios. Um, but that is uh, really tough times. And for obvious reasons, due to the corona, I did recently read that there's a local theater. I don't know if it's at Dolphin Mall or uh, one that we probably go to or the one in Aventura. You can rent a home movie theater for $99. So it could be like you and your family. Yeah, um, yeah, I read that as well. Um, which is an idea. I mean, do they have a limit on how many, how many people can go to that? And I, I want to say I looked into... It wasn't that one, but there was a... Um, like a, a certain amount of money that, that you ha- each person had to spend at the... Uh, at the concessions. At the concessions in addition to, you know the rental of the theater and i don't think the actual movie ticket is included in it as well so each person has to pay on top of that a 12 dollar movie ticket oh i didn't know that much yeah wow um so mm. i really miss uh our outings we've talked about it a lot in our podcasts uh for us going to the movies is our whole day we made plans and we made sure that we either incorporate it with either date night or running errands um it would be a weekend thing and where we would pick up coffee is where we would watch uh the same place we would watch movies and we would wake up have breakfast check out a matinee then do our thing either go lunch have chilies usually or uh, yeah and then do groceries and then we end it back at our house and we're relaxed and stuff like that and we really miss that part of our weekend routine and y'all motherfuckers gotta wear a damn mask and practice social distancing and follow cdc guidelines listen to doctors and listen to scientists and vote vote like your life depends on it yes because guess what it probably does Yes, uh, I went to our friend's house, Adele, not the singer, um, and I actually helped her fill out her ballot. And that's what we need to do um, since we're going to talk about this. Let's talk about this. 
uh, is to help each other and get the word out that voting matters. If people say that it doesn't matter, they wouldn't try that so hard to get your vote or to sway mm-hmm. for you to, to vote. Um, yeah. That's just another uh, tactic that they, they use. Um, and you know what, I, you know what I kind of hate to see, um, when I go through the socials, you know, people that aren't in our community will find people that, you know, the the small percent, someone in that small percent of our community that supports a controversial candidate. Let's not name any names. And, you know... They'll, like, post it on socials, like, look, you know, the media is lying to you. You know, the, the gay community really supports this one candidate. I, It's like, you aren't even in our community, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's crazy people all over the place. Yeah. So you're going to find, like, or, like, the black community, who Candace Owens. Yes. That they, that they do, or the crazy, those two... Uh, ladies that they have on African American mothers, I think that have that and been to the nuts. White House. Yes, they're like, or they Trump, or they excuse me, they, they no, but they use that Kanye they, West around. They use you know? them. They use them like as a prop. A prop. That's the great word uh, that you can use. These like white people. And then they used them as properly. Like, look, look, they agree with me. They agree with me. And I'm like, yeah, but that candidate still doesn't support everyone. Hey, man, if you are of a certain persuasion, if you, you know, if if I decided I was a, a Trump supporter and I wore a short a shirt, gays for Trump, and I decided to go to go to one of his rallies. I'm going to be on TV, you know, a hundred percent. They're putting me in the back behind him. The one, the one gay guy that and supports him is going to be in the back. So, Hey, if you want to be famous, uh, that's what you do. And, and I imagine they check, check you for signs. <laughs> cause I, what do you, I, mean? you know, like, cause you could be a Trojan horse and oh. take out a sign and be like, not really. <laughs> okay. I get you. Cause people have done that. Um, Vote as if your lives depend on it, guys. Educate yourself. And don't be that person that, that parades parades other communities out. If if you support Trump, you know, good for you. But, but let me hear I'm not gonna you. I'm not gonna take like a random white person and be like, look at this white person that supports Biden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't get it. For some sort of validation. Um, I don't get it. Who was the first person you voted? Clinton? Uh, no, thank you very much. <laughs> How old know. do you think I am? I don't know. Uh, actually, Al Gore was the very first uh, president that I voted for. Uh, I literally turned 18 that year, I believe. Um, Mine was Obama. Obama? And well, Al Gore did not work out that well. Um, but if you th- if you look at um, th- the every election since the '90s, the last thirty years, the Republican for for president, they've only won the the popular vote once. Yeah. 
and twice they won the presidency with the electoral college. So, um, for for me, funny story when Obama first won his his election for president of the United States. At that time, my family and I were living in Texas in mm-hmm. a little town called oh Deer Park, Texas, and our neighbors. It was. They, they were hospitable, I guess, but they all had a Confederate flag. And that, obviously, as a gay guy in a predominantly white neighborhood, uh, posed a red flag. And when he won, like, the whole neighborhood was quiet. And I told my parents, do not mm-hmm. yell in hooray or in glee um, because we were scared that we would probably uh, had to put up our sets and fight. Um, but yeah, it was really ominous at that moment because it was happy, but at the same time a bit scary. Uh, that was my first time uh, voting um, for him or for any election until until now. Um, and that's what we're we're going through right now. We have to drop our ballots this week yeah because uh, we already filled it out drop and track and make sure everything's counted and do whatever you can like do whatever you can to vote uh carpool plan a date you know what uh where was i uh that where was i it was a job or somewhere that had a sign that says we are uh closing our office hours from like 11 to 2 to allow people to go vote. Oh, that was Hot Topic. Yes. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool that you have companies now allowing time for people to go vote because while I was working, I couldn't. They're like, oh, you got to go on your break or you got to run or would have to wake up and hope that there isn't a huge line early in the morning. Um, yeah. Well, luckily we do have early voting now. We do have mail-in mail-in voting, mm-hmm. which a lot of people have to take advantage of as this, much as especially possible this year. And put it in. If you want to play it safe, put it in a official uh, mail ballot box, which I believe are officially opening up uh, in the various locations tomorrow, which is the nineteenth. Nineteenth of. October, God, and you can just a little find that out. Weeks. You know where is official uh, voting ballot box in your city website, and I'm sure there's a link to that. Uh, besides that, what one, oh, one more thing uh, I wanted to mention. I mentioned this to you, to, to you the other day. You know, be be you, uh, fly your flags. You know, put your <laughs> your your stickers on forever you support. But be safe about it. Don't have, like, a 10-foot flag on a 10-foot pole on the back of your truck going down uh, I-95. Oh, I was yes. I was behind someone the other day, on it, and it was bending my way. And, you know, I get flashbacks to the opening scene of Final Destination 2, and I just saw it breaking off. And Off, impaling and it, you, and, and we were thought, joking. We we're like, go. Yeah, yeah, that would be uh, one hell of an obituary. obituary <laughs> impaled by Trump Pence flag on I ninety five. 
<laughs> that's one way to go out. Oh yeah. So just be safe. You know, support who you want to support. Um, and don't be assholes. But vote for Biden. Don't be um, assholes. Don't be in line antagonizing and don't show off like that. that. Well, the you know, just be courteous. Be cordial. Antagonization is, is going to happen. If you're going to go in person, just you know, wear your mask. Keep social distancing, mm-hmm. go in, vote, and leave. You don't have to entice that because enticing doesn't do anything but cause chaos. Because at the end of the day, we are our own community, and we have to watch out for ourselves and protect ourselves as much as we can. Um, what else have we been uh, working on? Oh, I decorated the house for the fall, Man, finally. Did you put Instagram photos on? I did. It looks bad. <laughs> I posted it on our Instagram our uh, recording table slash breakfast table. It's very um, cool. So yeah, I decorated for fall slash Halloween. Uh, not as much as uh, last year is because I am starting a new job Woo-hoo! and it's been consuming a lot. Um, a lot of time. And it's been consuming a lot of time. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had a brain fart. Um, and the reason why it's consuming a lot of time is because I'll, I'll be working in a hospital, so I have to do, like, drug tests and all my shots and immunization and make sure that I have all my medical. And I mean, they vet you yeah, I know. really thoroughly. I noticed. Like, eye exam, I had to put a hazmat suit on and, Ooh. like, test if I sense something. It was crazy. Um, we we're not sure if we told you guys, but... Uh, Cody, uh, the dog that I found, uh, we have it over my brother's house, Alfie, who is watching over him till we decide what we're going to do. Because the last time I think our listeners uh, heard was that the the owner was... Yeah, the last we heard from what her was it? is she wants to... She, she's eventually going to come down and, and, and pick him up. Because I think the the fees to have them shipped were, were too much, um, so that's the last we heard. So right now, you know, your brother knows that you will eventually go back with the. I owner. tell him, I'm like, this is a rental. This dog is a rental. Yeah. Do not like. Even, I even tell him if he doesn't want him to be taken care of, or if he doesn't want to take care of it, or if it's too much for him, like. We'll we'll take him back. But he's ta- he's being taken care of. Um, yeah, he they brought him diapers and you know it shows that he's he's yeah. being taken care of. So that's that's good to see. And it was just a little too much for us uh, with four dogs. Yes. Um, lesson learned. Uh, why are you looking at me like that? I, he's giving me like the the obvious <laughs> snake the, eye. No more bringing dogs home <laughs> when you're running. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, what else uh, are we talk? Uh, what's going on in our lives recently? Um, I started watching Bly Manor. Uh, Do you like it? Yeah, I, I'm liking it. It it's not as scary as the first one. There's a few good chills. I think I'm three episodes in, but I'm enjoying it. I I really like the the actors in it. Um, and I'm just enjoying um. I'm in, I'm enjoying the ride. I'm, I'm interested to see where they go. Can I ask you a question about that show? Sure. Um, is it? Do you feel like there's an LGBT story arc within there? 
Yeah. Uh, well, the first season did have... Uh, it was, like, siblings, and one of the, the sisters was, was gay. Okay. And this season, um, there's... Well... Well, you don't have to the, go into detail. Yeah, the storyline hasn't started, but, you know, the main character is kind of making eyes at, at one of the other girls. And I'm like, I know where they're going. Okay. I know where they're going. Okay, I asked because a friend of mine saw it, and he was on episode one. And he's like, I'm already calling it there's a strong LGBT uh, arc here. Yeah, cool. so far, it's perfectly splendid. I'm I'm sure that's probably from the show. Yes. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Perfectly uh, splendid. So yeah, we're gonna go ahead and take. <coughs> ooh, bless you. Thank you. We're gonna go ahead and take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to review the movie April Fool's Day. Welcome back, guys. April Fool's Day is a movie that was released back in the olden times. March 28th, 1986. Not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was directed by Fred Walton. He directed the 1979 version of When a Stranger Calls, starring Jay Baker, Pat Barlow, Deborah Foreman, Deborah Goodrich, Lloyd Berry, Leah Pinsent, Ken Allant, Griffin O'Neill, and Amy Steele. It is about nine college students staying at a friend's remote island mansion begin to fall victim to an unseen murder over the April Fool's holiday weekend. But nothing is as it seems. So I guess this trend that we're having this Holloway, Holloway, uh, Halloween season is watching horny horror movies. We started with um, Sweet Caroline. Uh, little monsters. Oh shit! <laughs> well, I little monsters. I went back to like a, an old Fred Savage movie. Oh my god! I know what you're day. talking about. Yes, uh, that movie. Yeah, with yeah. Howie Mandel. Yes. Yes. No, the Lupita Nyong'o <laughs> uh, little monster. Yes. And now we're watching April Fool's Days. Uh, it seems like we're not watching the classic, iconic Friday the Thirteenth Halloween. We're trying uh, screen. new shit. You and know? No, I'm not complaining. I, I like it. And, I really and do. And I suggested I saw it uh, back in the 90s. And I was going. I wanted to wait for that for our podcast to ask you why were you so excited? Because when we passed it, you're like, "Oh my god, we have to watch it. Let's watch it now." Why did you? Because it's 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 not your everyday horror movie. It it it's very like for me. And then there were none by Agatha Christie. Uh, is my my favorite uh, mystery book. It's okay. it's a fun mystery book, and it has that. They even mention Agatha Christie in it, like the the people going to an island. There's little dolls representing each person, and then they sort of are killed off one by one by a mysterious blah blah blah. Um, and God, I rem I think. Did you walk? Well, you said in the nineties. So. Yeah, I remember renting it from uh from Blockbuster Video. The the video cover was like uh, a. It was what intrigued me about it was just a woman holding a a a, 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 a wine glass, oh. and like, but she's fa she she's facing away from the camera, and her hair is as tight as a noose. Is tight as a noose. I yeah. see it. I saw it online, and it's yeah. probably the the cover for our posts for the Instagram. I'm gonna use cool. Um, so. It is uh, 
I never seen it, never heard of it. Uh, I remember vaguely the, I assume now, the remake of it mm-hmm. that was done in the 2000s. But God, as I, I watched... watching that one time. No, no I couldn't you make like it, it through five minutes. It, the funny thing is when I watch movies like this or going back and wa- watching Tiny Toons, you understand the humor of it now as an adult and you can understand where it is in pop culture reference that Mm -hmm. formula that april fools is about or and then there were none uh you can see it redone and reimagined over in other tv shows and other movies and other uh cartoons video games and i just like it that they they have a good representation of it. Um, so, general, like, if we can go through the movie, basically, uh, these people are invited to this island for a birthday party, Muffy's birthday party. She's like uh, an heiress, and she's about to, to, um, to, to her father's about to leave the the island house to her, or something yeah. like that. So she wanted to like show her friends. The place, so like the first night, of course, someone is victimized, and then the next day, it's noticeable. Muffy is very different walking around, you know, like her hair is kind of straggly and all this shit. And then one by one, each one, like, well, I mean, they have the whole April Fools. There's like whoopee cushions and yeah, like be- bondage stuff in people's drawers. And, and shit like I, I that. really like that aspect of the movie because. It kind of gives it a sense of you don't know what's real and you don't know what's what's fake because, you know, they do leave on an April Fool's weekend. Right. So as you were mentioning, like the faucet sink is out of control. The chairs uh, break, but then they fix back up after yeah. you fall. Um, and then there's a dead body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this person is missing. And then you try to open the door and it doesn't work because it's wonky. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, uh, Buffy or Muffy, Muffy. is... Is, is kind of lost it. Like, she's just odd. Uh, and, um, you know, a- Amy Steele is in it. Uh, any, you know... 80s horror movie fan knows her from uh, Friday the 13th Part 2. I don't think, I don't know if she was in the in the third one or not. I know her character survives the second one. Oh, wow. Um, and also, you don't have him listed here, Thomas Wilson, uh, who played Biff on Back to the Future, is also in this. Mm. He was, uh, he was the guy that was hung from the tree upside down and was attacked by the snake. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. No manure for him in this one. Oh, you Back to the Future people know what I'm talking. I have about. no idea. We gotta watch Back to the Future. We tried, and then it was like 11:30, and then we saw that it was like a two and a half hour movie on a Thursday, and we're like, yeah, we, we gotta we'll, go to work. <laughs> we'll go back to that movie. So the movie itself, I feel like it doesn't take itself that seriously, but at the same time, it kind of feels like it does fall apart in some places. Like, not fall apart, I feel like it's wonky in some places. And that, and there's a reason for that, you know. Um, there's clues to what's going on. There's little clues uh, 
for our girl, our final girl, to kind of piece it all together. Mm-hmm. And she does, and the audience does, um, and, but that's not necessarily 100% what's going on, which it's wonky because it's twisty. Yeah. You know, they, they, they can't show certain things because there's other twists that are yet to come. So that's why it's wonky, and it all does make sense in the end. Um, and we don't want to give too much away or get, or go t- too much into it. No, no. Although I love Amy Steele. They go through that whole uh, ingredient of a horror movie where everyone's like, okay, we should stay together. And then they split up. And then they split up. Yeah. <laughs> Typical horror uh, movie rule, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a fun movie, you know. It's it. Uh, I recommend it. it. It doesn't take a lot out out of your time to watch. It's like less than an hour and a half. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's it's something to to put, for me. It's something to put in the background, I guess. Well, you had it in the background. You were on your Alexa is listening to us. No, that's a message, Alexa. What's my message? No messages from today. For earlier ones, go to the Alexa app. By the way, you have one new notification. It's a notification. You to read your notification? That my package is here. Yes. Oh. I said yes. Oh, okay. So we were watching like American Dad. Well, this happens with different shows. American Dad. And this is like in a completely different room or two rooms away from Alexa. And Steve goes... Alexa, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, in the show it goes... (laughs) Okay. And and our Alexa uh, picks up on it and she starts playing a random song. She's like, okay, here's a song. (laughs) Um, And that's happened. And I feel like... um, I feel like there's a lot of like talk, like late night talk shows that could really like have fun with this, and nobody has just yet. There was one time where you had the desktop on and you were doing something with your music, and at three thirty in the morning, a song came up. Oh yeah, and that was the most scariest okay. thing ever. So I and it was loud as fuck. I had to. Um to basically because i have a large cd collection i had to re um organize uh like put all 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 the music onto a computer because the a lot of the old older files that i had like the old mp3s were corrupt that's right so i one by one i did one by one by one by one and when it finishes it pops out of the of the drive and it just sits there so i forgot to take the last one for that night out so eventually, I guess it just sucked it back in, and it just started playing, and it it did scare the crap out of us. We're that like, was "What the, the fuck is going on?" Scariest shit ever. Oh, our dogs got out. Also, that happened. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about what's what's that happening was, with us. That was interesting. Yeah, uh, we had to we had to wrangle up our dogs and crazy. fix the fence. Uh, okay, so back to April Fool's Day, the movie. Uh, Go go check it. Was it on who Amazon Prime? I think it was Amazon Prime. If you uh, have it, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It's literally like we can't like go into 
too much detail because it's literally exactly what you think it is. It's, it's, yeah. It's people getting killed off one by one by one, and then there's a killer, and then, and then there's a final girl. Yeah, and then so, there's a reveal. So yeah. basically, it's very easy peasy, uh, lemon squeezy. Uh, it's fun. Horror Check ingredients. It yeah, it's fun. It's really fun. It, a nice bottle of wine or a glass of wine if you want to take a <laughs> less. Bottle of wine? Oh, my God. <laughs> that person must have had a really hard week. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> uh, and check it out. Uh, also, I did a poll for some reason on our Instagram. Uh, on our Instagram Oh, while you're looking that up. Oh, sorry. Instagram account. On our Instagram account. And it was uh, talking about the debate and stuff like that. And it's a meme that says, I miss days that this was the biggest debate we ever talked about. And for 90s babies, it was between the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Lord. In Uh, that case, I voted a third party. Oh, and who would you vote for? Think 90s bands, I guess. Oh, like, you know, Cranberries and Lance Morissette. Oh. You know. You'll do a write-in. Yeah, like, fuck boy bands. Yeah, boy bands were not my thing. Uh, but if they were your thing, I respect your choices, your life choices. Well, out of the two, it was 86% went to Backstreet Boys and 14% went to NSYNC. In my house, we were Backstreet Boys, and I was a Kevin Federline fan, and my sister was a Brian fan. No one liked Nick. Um, yeah, none of it really... Damn, that's when MTV started getting shitty. Let me be honest. Well, I don't want to get into it. Yeah, no, please don't. So you'll start doing, uh, being episodical and stuff like that. Uh, so, oh, one to five, what do you give April Fool's Day? Uh, I'll give it a 2.5. 2.5? entertaining as H. I'll um, give it a 2.5 as well. It's worth, it's worth your time. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth your time. And what are the video on demands and music albums that are out now? So, there is a straight to VOD sequel to Tremors out this week. Uh, called Tremors Shrieker Shriekier Island Shrieker Island Shrieker Island there's a straight to VOD sequel for or well, it could be well it's a sequel The Mothman Prophecies it's called The Mothman Legacy there was a scene in the original Mothman Prophecies not the scariest movie in the world um, that freaked me out and I don't think anyone else in the theater noticed it when I saw it, like when Richard Gere is like standing next to a mirror and his mirror image like is different, is doing something different. Hmm. And I don't think a lot of people noticed it, um, but I did. Um, Ex- Expulsion is out. Ooh, that looks pretty cool. Check that picture out. Looks like oh, someone good. is being expulsed. Cutthroat City is out also on the 20th on the 23rd The Place of No Words is out uh, Synchronic another cool interesting picture which looks looks like the earth as an orange peel 
uh, Friendsgiving is out with uh, Mar Mar Marley. No, that's not Marley Madden. What's that girl's name? I have no idea. And Fishbowl. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's next week. Never mind. Uh, new music. Uh, Bruce Springsteen has a new album called Letter to You. The Gorillas have a, a new album called Song Machine Season 1 Strange Times with a Z. Uh, and Seven Dust has an album called Blood and Stone. Uh, also, there's new music from Ashton Irwin, Ballpark Music, Boy Pablo, Clipping, Hands Like Houses, I Don't Know How, But They Found Me. That's the name of the band. I don't know how they chose that band, but they found it, That found that title? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, John Frusanti. Oh, Major Lazer has an album called Music is the Weapon. They, of course, uh, do um, vocals. Pause it. Yeah, Major Lazer uh, uh, was on the No Doubt album. I think they're on Push and Shove. Push and Shove, yes. Which is a great song. Uh, they have an, an album called Music is the Weapon. Also, new music from Nothing But Thieves, Paul Bearer. I've heard good things about Paul Bearer, I think. It might be someone else. Rule... Sophie Ellis Bexter and The Wallows. Ooh, I like The Wallows. Oh, I can't. The Wallows sounds familiar. There's yeah, there's a few songs I like by The Wallows. Cool. Very interesting list this week. Uh, hey, wanna play Six Degrees of Separation? Yes. Did you mention who it was? Oh yeah, that's right. Yes. The Fox Sisters. <laughs> no relation. Uh, it is Vivica A. Fox and Megan Fox. Okay, so Vivica A. Fox was in Kill Bill. With Lucy Liu. <laughs> Lucy Liu was in Charlie's Angels with Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore was in Scream with Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox was in Scream 2 with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Sarah Michelle Gellar was in Scooby-Doo with Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini was in Dead to Me with Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate was on the show Up All Night with Will Arnett. And Will Arnett was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with Megan Fox. Whoa, that was pretty badass. Okay. And the fact of the week is the... And the fact of the week is, in The Exorcist, the actress who voiced the demon, Mercedes McCambridge, went full-on method to get Pazuzu's voice just right. Before stepping into the vocal booth, she chugged down raw eggs, chain-smoked, and knocked and knock back whiskey, ought to make the sound a bit more harsher than normal. And during the actual recordings, she was bound to a chair, actually. And the really messed up part of, about it all is that she refused to receive any credit in the movie. Wow. And that's the fact of the week, and you can do whatever you want with it because it's not mine. It belongs to the devil. Or the old priest and the and the young priest, because that's the key for exorcism. <laughs> okay, so that's the end of this week's episode. We are happy and we are happy that you guys continue to press play with us. Any movies to review or music to check out, email us at gopressplay2 at gmail.com. That's gopressplay the number two at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at PressPlayAR. This is Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, hey, I'm Riz. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.